Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always with my delightful co-host, Bat Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, tell a friend, and wish Preston a happy birthday. Oh, shit. Smooth, son. Yeah. Don't wish me a happy birthday. I hate my I hate birthdays. Okay. Don't actually wish me a happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> but it's his birthday, and I'm happy, and yeah. I was going to do like a playoff of your gift card thing, except we... It didn't actually it, happen. It didn't actually happen on air, and also I'm broke, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's coming. <laughs> the This is... Uh, last... Last episode was an interesting one we had an episode where we had our stuff planned out mm-hmm. uh, we we're gonna talk about the black panther before the movie yeah uh it was matt's birthday so i gave him a little joke gift card that was like a really crudely crudely folded paper like a printout of an amazon gift card mm-hmm. it said it's a girl uh and i said told him we should do a podcast sometime and it was like 22 dollars and 22 cents because it was his birthday and he's turning 22 and now two weeks later it's my birthday and i'm turning 22 yep yeah, no, since we had technical difficulties last time, we are we have a full month of trailers and news and things to talk about and what we should have been up to since and Oh yeah. Just so much. So that's all this Lots episode's going to be about is pretty much just us catching up. Just catch catching up. The catch, catch up episode. Catch up nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. I'm very tired. <laughs> um Okay. All right, so I guess we could start off with some what you've been up to. All right. I've literally got about a dozen, so do like five and a half of them. Okay. Figure out how to do the half. Be creative. Five and a half. Or do two three quarters of them and you'll I get a half. Good. Okay. Um, well, I'll start by saying very briefly that I've started watching Star Trek, the original series. Yay! I'm not super far in yet, but I'm very much enjoying what I've seen. I'm very much waiting for you to get to where oh, I, I am so that I, I can start binging again. <laughs> I know you are. I don't know if people... Uh, just, just to kind of clarify, Matt and I are going to start doing this thing where... Uh, we get, we're going to have series episodes starting with Star Trek, and uh, we kind of started with Star Wars. Yeah, we did have those before. But this one's Jedi. this one's it's not uh, topical at any point. But we're going to start doing series, so we're going to we're going to watch a whole series, and then we're going to do a couple episodes on them, or one episode depending. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whoever finishes that, we're going to start at the same time, and whoever finishes at the, whoever finishes last has to buy the other person's next movie ticket. Yep. So Star Wars the uh the original series is our first. Did you just say one. Star Wars the original series? God damn it. <laughs> it's gonna be a full whole bunch of those. I can't talk. I didn't yep. do my vocal warm ups. I don't do vocal vocal warm ups. Vocal warm ups. Yep. Yep. Going exactly. full check off there. Anyway, so that Anyway. <laughs> so start on that. Cool. Yep, yep. Star Trek. Um I don't have much in the way of overarching commentary except that it's good and it holds up except for the special effects yeah the special effects are really not what make the what made the series no it's really not it's It's more of like a star wars meets uh uh twilight zone yeah a little bit it's always like a little bit of a mystery and nothing or nothing's as it seems kind of stuff it's a little creepy and the characters are great characters are really well really well developed it's yeah it's just it's a good show yeah i like it strongly recommend people go back i never like i was always like well star trek is just like a knockoff knockoff of star wars it's like no this is yeah, they this, have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they're very different. So different. Yeah. So like, you can like both. Now I'm totally anti the Trekkie Warzy battle because it's like it's not a Fallout and Skyrim thing where they're very similar concepts because they're mm-hmm. made by both made by Bethesda. Fuck, uh, they're so different and it's comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. So. Yep. What well, else have been up to? Uh, speaking of sci-fi TV series, I watched Altered Carbon on netflix mm-hmm. 
which is like a sort of noiry sci-fi. I don't know if it's a miniseries, if they're planning on doing another one. It's based on a novel. So I know there's also sequels to the novel, though, so they might do like the sequels for future. I also don't know how close it adheres to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the premise is it's about like 500 years in the future. And human beings have this... A lot of years. Many, many years. You are not very many on your way to that years. I'm not very, that was I'm, the worst sentence I have I'm ever very said. very far away. I'm, in fact, I am 125th away. Yep. Yay, quick math. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. 500 years in the future. 500 years in the future. Uh, so people have these little implants that sit in their spinal cord that are implanted when they're babies mm-hmm. um, that basically encode their consciousness. And so if your body dies, you can have your consciousness transferred to a new body. It's very get outy. A little bit, which I'm also going to talk about in a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm a genius. Spoiler alert. Also, you knew that I saw that and hadn't had a chance to talk about it yet. So No, I didn't. I don't remember what we <laughs> talked about two weeks ago. I don't remember what we tried to talk about two weeks ago okay. when it came out. Good, so. good. All of my stuff that I already said will be surprises. Yay! But anyway, yeah, so it's it's this technology and it's like, okay, so the rich people can basically they can clone themselves and live forever um poor people it's more of a struggle it's there's a lot of classism themes okay and so the story centers around a envoy who's like sort of a super soldier he's basically just a highly trained person Mm -hmm. who has been uh asleep for 250 years his stack that's the name for the little implant Uh was captured when he was killed 250 years ago but he's woken back up because this super rich guy uh wants him to solve his own murder the rich oh. guy's murder. Whoa. Yeah. Someone shot the rich guy's body and he doesn't know who because he has he has a backup on his stack uh-huh. that occurs every two days. And so someone shot him right before it backed up. Oh, he's and, got two days of no right, memory. So two days of no memory. And um, you can destroy the stacks if you shoot it with an energy weapon or mm-hmm. inflict enough blunt force trauma. Okay. So there is like actual death. There are states. Okay. But it's, um, yeah, it's a, it yeah, was actually. Cure for death is the most bullshit thing to happen in movies yeah this one's fun because like it gets to play with themes of immortality and invulnerability but in the same time in a world in which death very much does matter uh-huh. and lots of people do die in very gruesome and painful ways it's a really bloody graphic show Oh, good those are yeah. my favorite kind of shows no it's great actually though <laughs> like it's it's very noir um lots of twists and turns and uh kind of a blade runnery vibe to the world mm-hmm. there's definitely some people in the background eating noodles in the rain on the street oh nice so i think what i liked about it the best is well partly the acting joel kinnaman plays the main guy mm-hmm. and he's just incredibly commanding yeah he's got this presence okay very sexy nice and also i like that even though it's got this really twisty intricate plot it never goes out on such a limb that you're like that doesn't make sense that doesn't mm-hmm. fit with these character motivations and it always keeps like a thematic consistency it's trying to communicate these sort of broad ideas yeah and it never really lets itself stray away from that even within its very twisty plot okay cool so highly recommend awesome i will probably get around to watching that eventually probably eventually eventually i've just got a long list of things yep. you know what else you should get around to seeing eventually get out rest of black mirror oh yeah I saw the first episode. First episode's a bit of a turnoff. I mean, it's I didn't it didn't turn me off. I like I mean, it definitely didn't turn me on. <laughs> That's for That's damn good. sure. That is good. That's to say. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> that was just a, uh, that was like the perfect like series of situation like yep. sentences. <laughs> uh, no, like I'm I'm interested in the show, but it's uh it's just 
a thing that I haven't gotten around to. Okay. Um, I only watched the first episode, I think, because I was like, I was eating, actually. I did eat. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, I didn't I'm have a problem with it. I'm you could stomach anything. But... Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I'm, I've got a stupid imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, stuff like that isn't super far fetched. And it's, yeah. and I've seen stuff like, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm, American Pie. Uh-huh. Uh, and okay. th- they've kind of had people fucking animals in it, so. Okay. That wasn't the worst. You never saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, you had you, you kind of have to use a little of your imagination to see the right. graphic bits, but yeah, no, I, I was more interested in the uh, everything that's going on, his panic and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm interested in the show. Yeah, but I just haven't gone around. It's a it. really fantastic show. So yeah. season four came out, uh, I guess, a couple months ago now. Yeah, um, six new episodes. Um, the isn't that the first half of the new season? No, oh, God, no. Wow. This is gonna be oh, okay. I thought it's they just, were... that's it. They do, yeah. Even even now that they brought it to Netflix and have been doing more extended stuff, mm-hmm. they got a little more power behind it. They've still only been doing six episode seasons okay. for three and four. What was the? Oh, it's stuff on Amazon Prime that they released the first half, yeah. the second half, yeah, like yeah. the Tick. Yep. Um. Yeah. So this one's a really solid new set of episodes. There were a couple that were definitely weak links. Yeah. I yeah. feel like Black Mirror is at its best <laughs> when it's it's most subtle. And, um, there's a couple of episodes that are just not even trying to toe the line, really. Uh-huh. Um, although there's also one episode in this season that is just completely not subtle. It makes no pretensions about the the world. There's no real mystery to unravel or anything. It's just kind of a straightforward story. And that also really works. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. It had, um possibly my favorite episode of the series so far though though it's also the lowest rated on imdb so maybe i'm just a hipster yeah you're a hipster definitely what gave it away you and your podcast yeah podcast <laughs> and the beard yeah the flannels <laughs> um i want to do a couple of mine yeah get some uh, in there just because i'm sitting stop here. me stop me before i before i just uh, vomit. i'm doing a lot of reading the comics uh i read dark victory which mm-hmm. was kindly lent to me by you not that i had much choice in the question but yeah no i just i literally like saw it on your bookshelf i was like i'm borrowing this i mean that's fine (laughs) um i wasn't it wasn't as good as uh long halloween okay it felt like a rehash yeah it is a little bit um like the just the date themed crimes and Mm -hmm. like panicky and uh harvey dent was my friend kept saying that and i was like yeah fucking get it i've been over this (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah no i wasn't as sold it it took me a couple it took me a couple like sit downs to get through it Mm -hmm. um usually comic like long halloween i'd stayed up until like three in the morning reading it because i was like i'm gonna read it now i guess and it's like late at night i'm like and then i just read it all through um i've also been reading uh i don't know i because of the way we structure our podcast with every two weeks right now, mm-hmm. I can't remember when I talked about things, if it's happened in continuity, quit in quotation marks, <laughs> or like in a backup episode, but I made a um, spreadsheet for the New 52 stuff, so I've been working my way through mm-hmm. that, and I started reading Green Lantern stuff, so I read the first two issues of Green Lantern, mm-hmm. or the first two volumes, and then the third volume was one of my biggest pet peeves about comic books, mm-hmm. is when they do issue crossovers, where... Yeah, it's you have to read 
Green Lantern number 13, Green Lantern Corps number 13, Green Lantern New Guardians number 13, Red Lanterns number 13, Green Lantern number 14, Green Lanterns, yeah. So like, oh gosh. I was like, all right, cool, reading and reading and reading, and now it's like Rise of the Third uh, of the Third Corps, or whatever it is, because like, they had the Manhunters mm-hmm. initially, then they replaced them with Green Lanterns, and then now like, oh, Green Lanterns aren't working anymore, because they're powered by emotion. No fucking shit. You have the emotional spectrum, I mean, jackasses. That's... So they're like, let's go get the original Lantern and make the third core. And then so, uh, and I was like, interesting. This is going to be like a crossover where like you can read all three things on its own, right? And then I looked at the reading order and I was like, no, you got to read the whole thing. I was like, fuck. Uh, So I spent 80 bucks on all the volumes of all all the Green Lanterns. And they're getting here like next week. (laughs) Okay. But in the meantime, actually Green Lantern was actually fairly good because it, uh, the beginning of it takes Sinestro is like he's Green Lantern again, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like occasionally he'll like have to fight the well actually kind of the whole time he'll have to fight the Sinestro Corps and mm-hmm. they're like you traitor blah blah blah. Uh, but it's kind of cool to see uh, there's a lot of history behind the New Fifty Two. They, they very much preserved a lot of the Green Lantern's history in the New Fifty Two. Okay, because um, Carol Ferris was Star Sapphire. She has the ring. Mm-hmm. She's like I haven't mm-hmm. worn it forever. Uh, uh, Hal Jordan's been discharged from the core. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all of Blackest Night happened because you still have Indigo One, who's the Indigo Tribe, and you've got Saint Walker. Like mentions of everybody, like everybody's around. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's obviously still the the history. It's there's a lot of history. It's not just like with Batman, where it's like, oh, he got his back broken once, mm-hmm. and like and a few other like just the main history stuff. But other than that, I've been reading uh, Earth Two. Which is the new fifty two? Mm-hmm. It's like the Earth two version of the Earth one. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I think you're gonna have to explain that a little more. Clearly. What happened when? What happened when the uh, when DC Comics went into the Silver Age? Is that everything from the Golden Age, all the people, all the characters, and all the older mm-hmm. versions went? They considered them to be in Earth two. Okay. So that contained the Justice Society of America, which is like Flash, Flash, Our Man, uh, the uh, Adam, no, uh, but Al Pratt version of Adam. Mm-hmm uh hawkman all these like the original justice society okay like Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. um and then they had their new justice league which was in earth one new earth depending on where you are in time and uh so this one they basically i explained how the earth one series is going on kind of like slowly but right now mm-hmm. is they kind of revamp the origin story of all the heroes mm-hmm. this one kind of revamps the origin story of all the of all like, you're, you're jay garrick uh hawkman is now hot girl kendra saunders okay so far, I have the first three volumes. So far, we have Sandman, Jay Garrick, Flash, Kendra Saunders, Hot Girl, Alan Scott, Green Lantern, who's gay now, which is really cool. Hmm. I like it a lot. Uh, I say Al Pratt, Adam, uh, Adam is there. The Jay Garrick Flash. So the things that are like revamped is that uh, Jay Garrick Flash, his the helmet he got came from Mercury, like the god. Okay, I like Mercury. That. Yeah, that's the yeah. Guy, that's fast runny guy. Yeah, that guy. So he like he Mercury died in front of him and was like take my power and, and then he like has like a new suit and stuff. Uh, I can't remember the Kendra Saunders, Saunders history. I don't know if we've gotten to that yet. Mm-hmm. And there's a world order or like a world government mm-hmm. that Al Pratt works for, and so does um uh Rec or not Rec uh, West Dodds who is Sandman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know any of these bizarre. Mostly drawing blanks. I think we covered it a little bit in the DC Teams episode. But... Sandman is basically he can just put people to sleep. It's kind of it. That makes sense. As far I guess. as I know, there's way more to him. Uh, the Sandman, he has, uh, he's got 
his best stuff is is under Vertigo, mm-hmm. and that's actually that's actually like really high on my priority list to read. That's uh, like the whole big thing, right? Yeah, like his okay, main yeah. the stuff. The famous, is, the famous Sandman. Yeah, Sandman stuff. Okay, uh, and I then had no idea the, that was sort of yeah. in the whole DC continuity. Yep, yeah, very cool. That's him, uh, and it's also he's also got uh, Mystery Theater, mm-hmm. Sandman Mystery Theater, which is another one of his really good runs that I'm gonna go back and read those. He's got a lot of like, he's one of those heroes that has a very small number of bad stories. Okay. Uh, you don't, you don't off. He's got very few stories, but they're all really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I haven't seen, uh, our man yet. Uh, Dr. Fate shows up, uh, but he is, I believe an Egyptian. He's not Kent Nelson anymore. He's hmm. a name that I can't pronounce or remember. Uh, but Dr. Fate's Sounds there. Sounds like a typical American. So yeah, no. So it's a really cool, it's a revamp. I love the, uh, Knowing the characters, but also getting a fresh start mm-hmm. of who they are. Uh, even changing the characters, like Hawkman is now Hot Girl and uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, Sandman in this one can teleport, I guess. Okay. But yeah, no, it's really cool. Sure. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun to... Uh, it's one I've been looking forward to reading again. I read it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing about the Earth 2 is they originally had the Justice League, which was Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And they were fighting the War of Apocalypse... It it ties really well into the Justice League Earth, like the New Earth stuff. Okay. So uh, they were fighting. They're known as Wonders, mm-hmm. uh, and they were like it was Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and they were fighting Apocalypse, and they all died in the fight. Um, uh, Batman sacrificed himself, and they all had. So there was Supergirl, who was uh, Karen, fuck, Page. No, not Karen Page. <laughs> uh, I tried, and, and also uh, Helena Wayne, who's the Robin, who is Batman's daughter with Catwoman. Okay. Um, and they both got stuck in a portal that sent them back to Earth-1, to which they then became Power Girl and Huntress. Okay. Which is really cool. Okay. And then also, like, so there's the fight with, like, Steppenwolf and stuff, mm-hmm. and then all of Apocalypse leaves and then fights Earth-1, which is what you see in the first uh, origin story of Justice League, is they're fighting Doomsday. Or okay. da- uh, Dark Side, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a really cool tie-in. So you see... And they call them wonders instead of superheroes. You got like, hey, you're Batman, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And they get offed in the first issue. And then it's oh. about <laughs> the Justice Society of America, which is really cool. Okay. They don't call them Justice Society. I don't think so. It Earth five or Earth 2 happens for five volume, like about, I want to say, 30 issues. And then it gets changed into Earth 2 Society, which okay. I'm assuming is when they're like, we should form a team. We're the Justice Society of America. Actually, it would, probably wouldn't be America because there's a world government. It's true. So, Well, maybe they'll call it the Just Ice Society of the world government because they're so cool. Like, ice. Get it? I was saving that pun for a good moment, and it probably I missed it somewhere. It was not a good moment. It was not a good moment. You should not. You, oh. should not, you, you were saving it for a, for a moment, but it was like a bad moment that you should have regret on your life for the I rest mean, of your life. Honestly, was there what? going to be a good moment for that pun? No. <laughs> All right, know, leaving so it in. That's what I've been up to. We were 20 minutes already. We're just like, oh, yeah, no. What we've been up to. Should we get into the news and the. Um, let me blow through all the movies I've seen. Uh, get Out, great. I want it to turn those Oscar nominations into Oscar wins. He's got more. He's got, yeah, yeah, I know. He's, he's He said he's working on something else. Yep. And so I'm very excited. I yes. want him to go full-time Hollywood and make beautiful, amazing movies for the rest of his life. Yes. Amazing and beautiful movies. Yes. Music, beautiful, be amazing and a beautiful and a, a never mm-hmm. mind. I give up. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of good movies, uh, good time from last year. 
Probably haven't heard of it. I think I've vaguely heard of Maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it got Does some. Does it have uh, Jennifer Aniston in it? No, it has uh, Robert Pattinson. Oh, and he's the only guy you know in it. It's yeah. basically just entirely independent, except they got him on board because he saw something from one of their other movies and really liked it. Hmm. It's uh, Josh and Benny Safdie are the director. They're wildly independent. Gotcha. They were yeah, they were so are. excited to get Robert Pattinson on board because he gave him enough legitimacy to do like helicopter shots of cars. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I don't. They haven't disclosed what the budget is, but it has to be well under ten million. Yeah. And it's it's great. It's it's a um, really tight little crime drama, and it's mm-hmm. very very gritty, very brutal. It's kind of a hyper reality almost. There's a lot of neon colors and gotcha. Um, but it's fantastic. It's like a shot of adrenaline. Nice. Um, so that's good. Uh, Logan Lucky is also really good. Okay. I saw that. That's Steven Soderbergh, your Ocean's guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey! Yeah, it's kind of a fun heisty movie with uh, Channing Tatum and Adam Driver as a pair of West Virginia brothers. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. Daniel yeah. Craig is bleach blonde and talking <laughs> in an Appalachian accent. Weird. Yeah. It's actually really great, though. It's, cool. It's a lot of fun. It's... um. It's definitely reminiscent of the Oceans movies to the point where there's actually like a name drop. Oh, the really? Oceans 7-Eleven. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> it's like all these hillbillies. Yeah. But it's I think it's a little more understated, which works well with the kind of story he's trying to tell. But it's also, it's just, it's a fun heist movie. And huh. the way his characters always What's it called again? Uh, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Yeah. I'm going to keep that in mind. And you watch it and like great actors show up for like five minutes to do a nothing part and it's the weirdest thing it keeps happening i love when movies yeah. do that it's like hillary swank shows up at the end for like 10 minutes to basically do nothing <laughs> it's great oh man yeah so let's see that's pretty much all of the good movies i saw force majeure which was a very independent danish movie nope it's about an avalanche um, oh good it's just constant it's just watching a thing a bunch of shit fall down uh, the mountain. fucking avalanche no it's more about the metaphorical avalanche that can come between a man and his wife ow metaphorical <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's pretty good but it's also very artsy and independent and european and okay i wouldn't strongly recommend it Oh. And then I also have seen a couple of Netflix original science fiction movies that have come out in the past month. So Cloverfield Paradox. Oh yeah, that was terrible, wasn't it? It was watchable. Was it? Yeah. It's there's some really cool ideas. That's high praise compared to what I've heard. Yeah. It's I mean, given the standards that the first two Cloverfield movies had, it's definitely a letdown. And the way mm-hmm. they try to tie it back into the Cloverfield universe is very stupid, but on its own it's it's not a terrible sci-fi movie. It's mm-hmm. got some, there's some really interesting ideas that it at least kind of nibbles around the periphery of it. And the score is fantastic. Bear McCreary, have you heard nope. of him? Okay, he did uh, Battlestar Galactica and he did Europa Report, which might be my single favorite movie score of all time. And one of my favorite sci-fi movies Don't of all time, but is. no one's ever heard of it. Nope. It's, it's on Netflix. It's another like micro budget sci-fi movie, but it's great. Okay. Check it out. Uh, don't check out Cloverfield Paradox unless you are really curious because it's honestly probably is it not booze and boozeworthy? No, okay. it's just it's kind of aggressively mediocre. Aggressively <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> yeah, like there's some interesting ideas, and some cool visuals, but it doesn't really exploit them. And there's a great cast, but they don't have enough to do, and the script is not good enough to really let them sh- their talents shine. Gotcha. 
that happens. Yeah. The other one, which just came out today, actually, so I just finished watching it like an hour ago, is Mute. So it's by Duncan Jones, who directed Moon and Source Code and Warcraft. Oh. Well, except that was kind of just like, here, this is an independent... Well, yeah, Warcraft was a... Uh studio it was like the epitome of like studio interference wasn't it or maybe not studio interference they were just like okay we basically have our vision for a giant thing that's going to make a ton of money in china let's attach a well-known indie director so that it doesn't lose too much money in the u.s Uh because moon is great and source code i haven't seen but it's supposed to be really good Um, and so they grabbed duncan jones for warcraft and so he this is like his his next kind of his movie Stars uh, Alexander Skarsgård as a mute guy in sort of a near future. Is there sign language? Very little, actually, which is interesting. He writes in a notebook a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of, it feels like a proto-Blade Runner world. It feels like a Blade Runner world maybe 15 years before Blade Runner. Okay. So, I don't know, 2005? no it's it's definitely futuristic and there's some technology stuff i have no idea how i feel about this movie Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff i really liked in it skarsgård is fantastic and kind of the the story is he's uh in love with this uh waitress he's a bartender and he's in love with a waitress and they're very happy but she has some dark past and she goes missing and he goes looking for her Mm -hmm. um and basically that's it Paul Rudd plays a weird surgeon in a very homoerotic relationship with another dude. I'm on board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally sold right he's now. He's also got weird facial hair. But the movie itself, there's a lot of... I think the first half especially is absolutely brilliant, but it kind of doesn't know where it wants to go. And so the second half and especially the third act is kind of messy. I don't know. I want to say I really liked it, but it's sitting at a solid 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. But also it's sitting at 9%. That's Catwoman levels. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's comfortably below 40 on Metacritic, but I'm not going to let them tell me. I, I really liked it. I'm officially saying that. Okay. But I'm probably going to post a written review either tonight or tomorrow. You know, the thing about the Rotten Tomatoes, for things that are like 9%, it means 9% of people thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah. For stuff like Catwoman. Like, who are you? They're like, oh, this is fun. It's not great, but it's fun. There's a. Catwoman's not fun. No. It was so unbearable. Like, even not even from a DC fanboy point of view. Like, it's it was just... unbearable from the first two minutes. It's a rough movie. <laughs> Get it? Rough. Rough. Because, like. It's a dog. It's a dog woman. Dogma. I don't know. There's a doing. better pun in there somewhere. somewhere. I, I, I saw where you're going, but no. Nah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Are you done with your What You Been Up To's yet? <laughs> we saw Black Panther. We did a review. You can hear our opinions there. I read some Black Panther comics. They were good. <laughs> Preston's uh, nuzzling the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said this on a backup episode, but I read uh, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing Volume 1, and it's great. Everyone check it out immediately. And okay. Okay. All right. I'm out of Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to start with news or trailers? Um, let's, do news let's do news first. first yeah. No, oh, like what's been happening? Going to go kind of chronologically? I'm Old stuff first or new stuff first? Do new stuff. Okay. 
So the new topical news, Joss Whedon is out on Batgirl. Yes, thank God. You know, I I liked the stuff he did on Justice League and like the mm-hmm. like well, you know the Avengers, yeah, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which is good, but it's it's the political situation around that mm-hmm. that he should not be doing a strong female character because isn't he like well, I don't remember the stuff that was behind him or that what he did. did He's. He, it's not like he cheated on his wife that's what he did yeah a and lot he, of that and kind he of justified stuff. it yeah um tried to justify it tried to yeah no there's no justification <laughs> but yeah no i'm i'm glad uh i don't see her as a funny character that kind of quippy character okay that's not usually what she is she needs a she needs a patty jenkins okay like strong and not wonder woman naive because she's mm-hmm. really smart mm-hmm. uh she was oracle for fuck's sake like eidetic memory stuff like that really uh, you you need you need a Patty Jenkins kind okay. of director on that. Uh, I hope they attach a female director because Batgirl is also someone who can who's so easily sexualized. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rot, hot redhead, curvy, yeah, like perfect, like comic book female stuff like yes. Um, so if you get someone, if you get someone who's female or a guy that's fine that doesn't want to sexualize her and wants mm-hmm. to make her as strong as she deserves. I don't know where I was going with that. Do that. Get yeah. a director that does that. <laughs> okay. The name that comes to the top of my mind, weirdly enough, is Catherine Bigelow. What has she done? Uh, Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty, Detroit, stuff before that. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, no. I saw I saw Hurt Locker once mm-hmm. way long ago. She strikes me as probably being too independent to be terribly interested in that sort of thing. She kind of mm-hmm. likes going off and doing her own thing. Well, um, if what DC is doing is what they're doing, then I think... Indi- if you treat the movies like independence, I think that would work. I think she'd still feel too limited just gotcha. doing a superhero story in general. But yeah. I think stylistically she'd work well for what you described. She's a great female director. She's very good at like serious, tense stuff. Yeah. I think maybe we should just get a... Patty Jenkins was unknown until Wonder Woman. No, she was known. She had an Oscar nomination, I think, oh, for shit. Monster. Well, oh, I didn't know anything. But get, I mean, just get more female directors. Don't get the ones we know and don't get a guy that's like, fine. Yeah. Just let's get some more female directors in there. Or Jordan Peele. Because I want to direct Peele. everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's I'm totally fine with that. Okay. I think, to me, I think that Warner Brothers needs to stop trying to put big names attached to their movies mm-hmm. and have them suffer. Cough, cough, Zack Snyder. So <laughs> get some people who... I feel like the best movies come from unknown people. Like the Russo Brothers... Um, had their well I don't know really I don't know I, I good movies can come from unknown people I think the Russo Brothers are a good example yeah because like I think if you get if you get the right person you don't like like Nightwing mm-hmm. which I have news about that that makes me crushed <gasps> makes me sad but he did an open casting call because he wants the perfect person for it mm-hmm. he's not gonna go with, he's not gonna go like Dacker Montgomery or like people or like Drake Bell he's yeah. gonna go with someone who is right for the role mm-hmm. um, and I think that's something you should do for all all roles of a movie yeah, even the like the cares. fucking best boy mm-hmm. get the people who are right for the movie don't get yeah. the ones who are known um, oh that reminds me in the credits of Good Time uh, like one of the assistant camera operators is credited as Kevin Bacon really yep that is awesome yep i don't think it's him it's probably not him what if it's no. him <laughs> what if <laughs> what he just it? like was doing camera work with, like he's got a little fake mustache on yeah, just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> imagining <laughs> it's like gotta get my six degrees kevin bacon with robert pattinson down to one because i looked it up and it was two so oh, this brings it down to one now. nice so there you go does it though 
What if it's not him? How can we prove that? What it if says it's na- him? What if his name was like Nevik Ham? Like if that's his like pseudonym <laughs> he goes by? Pseudonym? Is that the yeah, pseudonym? Is that pseudonym? Yeah. yeah. Like it goes by like Nevik Ham. Nevik Ham. <laughs> no, Nivek. Nivek Ham. It's Kevin backwards. Oh yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. uh, So the the Nightwing news thing I (laughs) mentioned uh, is Warner Brothers is or someone else is eyeing Chris McKay for for a movie that's more priority, and Warner Brothers said Nightwing is not the top priority movie right now, so it might be putting might be getting pushed back, and I'm just like, fuck you, fuck you. If they if it gets pushed back. I am boycotting uh, all DC movies until it comes in, until it it's put back on production. Okay, well we'll be Hold getting a solo it. Aquaman review this year, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we don't know if if yep. if he still continues to work on it, then we're still good. But <laughs> don't. All right, I'm holding you to that. It's going to be on the internet. Viewer. It's going to be is. on the internet I'll forever now. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. All right. Uh, what else? What other news is there? Um, let's see. Uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss, who are kind of the showrunners for Game of Thrones, have been tasked with writing a new Star Wars series of films. Did we already talk about that? We talked about that on the twenty minutes that got deleted. Twice. Oh, okay. Uh, bad idea. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Stop looking in the stop. Stop staring the gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, you're making your money, but you don't want to burn people out on it. Yeah, I think there's already enough or too many star wars projects on the table yeah i think table table because you still so you've got you still got episode eight you still got <laughs> solo which hasn't come out yet and you still got obi-wan obi-wan, obi-wan yep. movie and, and then, then we've got, got ryan, ryan johnson's, johnson's trilogy. trilogy and then you've got there's still talk is there still talk about a live action tv series it's kind of there's rumors you hear yeah i mean it's at least something i'm sure they're thinking about yeah this is one of those things where just stop did just you've done pretty good so far with the mm-hmm. the new movies seven and eight are great rogue one's great but rogue one's okay rogue one is great rogue one's okay rogue one is number one rogue one is eh, top five <laughs> okay um, um notwithstanding yeah, no. i don't i don't even think they're appropriate for this because they did great in the early seasons of game of thrones when they were basically straight adapting the books Okay. They did great with like condensing the material and making it much more watchable. So it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, kind of. Good at taking something. He's not creative, but he's good at putting things right. in a different format. Because they're the most recent seasons, the ones that have been much more deviated from the books, are just clearly inferior. Yeah. And especially in the writing, they're clearly inferior. Okay. And so I don't feel comfortable Didn't with Jordan Martin write for the for the show. Yeah, he'll he'll write an episode here or there. But, like, they're kind of in charge of the whole organizational scheme of the thing now yeah. that's past the books. So, I really don't want to trust them with this. I think they should just... I don't want it to happen in general. Yeah, stick with what you got. I'm excited to see Ryan Johnson do his thing because I love Ryan Johnson. Yeah. See, I love... I would really... If I had it my way, I would say Star Wars does episode 9 and then it stops for another 30 years. Or, like... Not, not 30, but, like... I think when we are old enough and have kids that we can take to see a movie and they will appreciate mm-hmm. it for what it is. I think they should do it by generational. Cause like something be my, very interesting. my boss and one of our family friends, uh, he, he remembers going to see the original trilogy or no, he remembers seeing the movies with his mom. Mm-hmm. And then now he's going to see him and he's got his mom 
on one side and his daughter on his other side. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's, he's experiencing what he did as a kid with his kids. And I think that's something that that's, that's an additional value to star Wars than just it's fun. And everyone likes it. It's like, there's a, there's some family generational it's a, attachments to it. It is a big cultural force. Yeah. And so I think that they should, yeah. if I had it my way, that's what they would do. They would do it generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, then you'd suffer from what we're getting now with comics and with all movies uh, where people like us would grow up, make the movies, do only what, what, what we liked about the mm-hmm. movies and then everything else would suffer. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. That's yeah. why I do a podcast where I give all the answers, give all the answers. That's yeah. Kinda, yeah. It's what we do here. <laughs> we're always right. <laughs> Comment with your questions. We'll answer them. We will. I mean, yeah, like, questions. we don't get any comments, really. Not many. Kyle. So. Kyle, Kyle's good about commenting. Gage answers. Or Gage, Gage, Gage comments. Gage comments. Hi, Gage. Hi, Hi, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. Comment if you have a question. We'll, we'll answer it. Yep. Um, What's next? Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? Yes or no? Uh, I don't know him as an actor. Okay. But I would really like to see a cartoony Joker mm-hmm. done well in live action. Uh, I think he could do it. He, from what I've seen of his body, he can't. I don't think he's like kind of stringy enough to be that. Well, I mean, go back and look at the Batman animated series Joker, and he's kind of not bulky, but he's not stringy. See, and, and I'm not really talking about like because Troy Baker has a, has the Joker that's like kind of more mob bossy. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got a deeper deeper voice, but like I'm thinking of like Joker. Uh, mark hamill joker where it's like yeah. giggly and kind of just crazy off the like off his nut i think joaquin phoenix could definitely do that okay he's versatile and you see him do a little bit of crazy and some. but of i mean stuff. also i don't want it to happen because it's joker origin well, story yeah. and, and it's don't do pointless that. inherently so why are we even debating this it's, moving on it's next more topic. than pointless it's okay it's he's going on <laughs> it's literally like it's anti his character it really is. Like, like, we, and we've talked about this before yeah. that like his, the whole thing, about, the whole scary thing about the Joker is you don't know what he's going to do and you don't know where he came from. Like mm-hmm. the whole Red Hood thing, that could just be some bullshit story that he came up with. Mm-hmm. But like putting a history behind the Joker diminishes what he is. Yeah. And he's... I say what because we have no idea. Yeah. No. And also, if you want to stick to the comics, there's three Jokers. So mm-hmm. which one are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Joker's at his most powerful when he's just a clown with nothing in his pockets but knives and lint I like there we it. go i worked in that quote i, I think like i did it. that last time too what was that that was dark knight when they capture him the first time oh that's right yeah he did like, nothing no in pockets no in no fingerprints no dental records yeah nothing in his pocket but knives and lint all right anyway anyway let's see i don't think i had anything else big you want to hit some trailers uh you don't have anything else nothing else big that came um, to mind the there's a few things uh the titans show is casting the doom patrol basically so that'll be kind of cool mm-hmm. um they're going well like they're they're i mean they're they've already started filming like episode three and stuff like that so they're okay they're trucking right yeah, along that's heaven. uh shazam we've seen his hair and it looks very good okay <laughs> oh you heard about the metropolis announcement the what they're they're doing like a gotham style show but based in metropolis with oh, fuck. lex luther and uh oh fuck. Uh, lois lane fighting crime together what yeah <laughs> what 
God, no. I haven't no. heard about this. No, I haven't heard of that. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. think I may have, maybe, maybe I heard something slightly. I just blocked it out immediately. I just, it's like, the worst I idea. repressed it. Just like, no, please stop. Yeah. Like, fuck. Krypton looks bad, but this Gotham, Metropolis concept. Gotham was good. It Gotham had enough potential for maybe one or two seasons, but mm-hmm. now it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and Smallville had enough content for maybe like four seasons, but mm-hmm. they pulled out 10 and it was a really unsatisfying end. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop with these. No, no one, no one cares. No one wants to see that. Like it's, if Gotham does what Smallville failed to do, then I will give it a, a posthumous pass for okay. the entire series. <laughs> if there is one, like, if the last episode, which is what everyone wanted to do for uh, for uh, Superman and Smallville, he is Batman. Mm-hmm. He becomes Batman and he makes his first appearance as Batman. Then it's fine. But if it's just like a, uh, if if it if the last sequence or like last shot is him sitting in the uh, like as like an older man because mm-hmm. he's getting there. He's getting old enough to be the actor's getting there old enough to be the when, young yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. If it, if the last shot is him sitting in his study, staring at the st- the bust of his dad with the bell on his thing, and then it cuts, I'm going to flip <laughs> shit. And you know what I'm talking about, right? I know that's what you're talking what that about. Is. That's from like, year I, one. Yeah. I need something that. Uh, well, and it's more than from your. Uh, that's when it started it, but that's well, yeah, official I mean, canon from how he mm-hmm. became Batman. He was like, I need something that's scary, and a bat crashes through the window. Mm-hmm. Like if that if that's the last sequence, I'm going to march over to fox or warner brothers or disney because it's now owned by disney maybe i don't know whoever's sure. responsible and just shit on all of their desks I'm just getting a whole bunch of chili and taco bell and just shit all over all their that's desks. gonna be great i'm sure they will appreciate that commentary oh, very much yep yep that's what they get yep future let's see what's what they're gonna get yeah anyway i feel like i had something else that i wanted to talk about oh uh marvel is officially doing rebirth i mean new 52 i mean ultimate universe uh, fuck. uh. <laughs> right that marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what marvel is doing they announced is they are doing their version of new 52 and rebirth which is they're restarting all all i think so they're restarting they're doing it's called the fresh start which is such an un unoriginal the, name yeah because like ultimate universe i think is the best name for that like it's a new universe new 52 is like 90s, but... new 52 has like it's the new thing rebirth is like we are restarting like yeah. this is the rebirth of the of the universe mm-hmm. this was just like fresh start cool <laughs> tom come up with a really cool name for this fresh start in, uh, initiative we're gonna do fib Fresh start. <laughs> You're fired, Tom. We're still using it, though. <laughs> just ask some insert. Just ask. Uh, just ask some intern. Like, what should we call this new restarting of it? Well, it's a fresh start. So fresh start. Fresh I like start. that. Give me that printed up and on my desk by the morning. <laughs> so they're restarting all their ish- all their all their lines back to number one. Fine, but. Also not fine. Not fine. Marvel, be fucking original for once. Yeah, let's make some new stuff. Just do something different. Mm-hmm. Do something that DC didn't literally do two years ago. Yeah. And then also five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. it's seven years ago. Oh my God, it's 2018. It's 2018. <laughs> okay, so I, I have kind of a question bouncing off of this. Okay. 
so a lot of comics marvel and dc especially i guess i don't know anything about other ones but marvel and dc have been doing a lot of resetting of universes recently uh-huh um do you think that that might be because they can't find a good way to reintroduce or to introduce it's, new characters it's not it's not new characters it is it's them and obviously this is speculation i have no idea but this mm-hmm. is this is something that i have like i mean i've i've put i've been around comics long enough and i know kind of how this stuff works and i think i'm 99 percent certain that this that this is because of they're losing their fan bases Mm-hmm. Because their fan bases, their original fan bases, like pre-Flashpoint, like early mm-hmm. modern, early modern age, mid-modern age stuff, people who are fans are now adults, don't have the time or really passion anymore mm-hmm. to spend all their money on these comic books anymore. Because okay. the people that were around when the modern age started, which was when it really started like getting going, or re- it restarted getting going, because mm-hmm. golden age stuff was the 40s, they're all dead oh yeah not dead but they're like 70 now they're not reading they're not reading comics they're not reading anymore they're blind they can't see (laughs) they're old hopefully they can't hear either because (laughs) (laughs) but the people who were around in the 80s and the 90s are stuff like our parents who Mm -hmm. now have much more important stuff to spend money on Mm -hmm. so what they've been doing is they've been restarting saying and emphasizing very heavily this is a good stepping off point Mm -hmm. because it's all number ones okay um so people like me, I started with the New 52. I was like, I want to start reading. I think Nightwing's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I want to go look at this. And then I was like, oh, wow. They started the New 52 three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good stepping off point. So I'm going to start there. And that's exact. I, I did exactly what they intend you to do. Okay. Which is start with the New 52, get the number, get start getting like the issue number one, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then buy the big, understand what's going on in the rest of the universe by getting those storylines it's just maximizing their readership really it's, yes it's it's, okay. tr- it's just trying to get more more people because it's okay. it's intimidating if you're if you're in 2008 and you're like i want to read comic books uh so what so <laughs> superman's known for for uh action comics i'm not gonna start at action comics number 894 <laughs> That's just absurd, yeah. and it's impossible to get a good action comics number one without spending an obscene amount of money. Like, well, I mean, you can, you get, can like, get a reprint. You get the archives, yeah, but like those are still expensive, mm-hmm. and you want, and those aren't honestly very good either. Right. You want the Superman when he started, so you want like Superman number one, basically. Mm-hmm. So these are really good. The characters are developed. It's a good stepping off point to get into the universe immediately. Okay. So that's what that is. All right. And Marvel has been trying to do marvel tried to do it with ultimate universe that was because their universes were complicated mm-hmm. uh, but this one is their first attempt at a renumbering because it's not a new universe it's the same one mm-hmm. and i'm curious to see what they do okay um if they change the history if they change the characters a lot because yeah. now they've got iron heart iron man stepped down right uh post-civil war so bruce banner's dead maybe they'll just change who the hulk I is i think they're bringing bruce banner back motherfucker no one stays dead in comics except for Bucky Red Hood and Uncle Ben and Bucky or Bucky, Bucky Jason Todd and Uncle Ben and Bucky and Jason Todd are back. Yep. Um, so, maybe, yeah. Maybe they'll bring back Uncle Ben as like Uncle Cyborg Ben. Maybe they'll bring back Uncle Ben and just be like Peter Parker's uncle didn't die. Yeah, Who well. knows? If they do that, if they like completely revamp all their heroes like Earth One style, mm-hmm. like that, 
Then I'll mm-hmm. give them props mm-hmm. because they because DC basically just were like, hey, same heroes, yeah, same same shit, okay, just number one. Mm-hmm. And also Stephanie Brown's not wasn't Robin anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so looking at like the comics world to me though, it feels like I I don't see how a new character could get introduced and become anywhere near as popular as there is definitely part of that um dc has been doing dc released their new age of superheroes Mm -hmm. recently i don't know if you've seen anything about that not really uh they've got damage sidewinder uh fuck i can't remember the other uh there's there's a girl who's an insane badass but they it's it's kind of a new line of heroes Mm -hmm. um but i imagine those don't get read very much they do not. Uh, it was the same situation with the reason New 52 canceled so many series as they went. Mm-hmm. It's because they didn't get read. But that's not going to change with renumbering the things. Mm-hmm. Because actually it might have actually make them worse for new heroes. Yeah, that's, because that was my thinking. Is If they try to like release like uh, uh, Star Dude. I, I tried to come up with like, an actual <laughs> decent name. Because I was like, Couch Man! Couchman is kind of our go-to, right? Sure. We have we've we've mentioned Couchman couch yeah, multiple times. Because it's it's the only thing in the room that we yeah, can see. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if they try to release Couchman uh, along with this fresh start t- uh, trademarked, uh, <laughs> then and they also try to release Avengers number one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to flock to Avengers. Yeah. But if you if you release Avengers number seventy four seventy eight. If you release Avengers number 78 <laughs> and Couchman number one, Couchman number one looks more appealing because it's number one and you want right. to get in on the ground floor. Right. So I think this might just be to get more readers and avoid and, and not focus on new heroes. Yeah. Um, they might do that down the line, kind of mm-hmm. how Rebirth is done, because Rebirth, I think, is at, at I think they're in the 30s now. Mm-hmm. They're releasing th- issue 30s and stuff like that. Um, maybe 2016. About that, um, so and then they're starting to put out new heroes now. They did mm-hmm. Dark Knight, Net, Dark Knight Metal, and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, no, that's that's my answer for that. All right, I like those discussions. Those are fun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, I also got to show my knowledge on the podcast oh, instead yeah. of just being the bullshit <laughs> asshole joke maker. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Um, all right, let's kind of fly through these trailers now. Yeah, okay. I've got about a dozen trailers, so let's kind of let's do okay. it. We'll skip Cloverfield Paradox and Mute since those are both out. Those are out. Although I do want to talk briefly about the Cloverfield Paradox marketing model where they're like, here's a trailer. The movie's coming out in like two hours. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very clever, but it felt like kind of a dodge just to get people interested for what was ultimately a not great movie. Also, I think it would have done way better for a movie that people were looking forward to actively. Right. I, I think that's probably the case, except Cloverfield always has gimmicky, weird marketing. Okay, that's fair. So, Because like, you, your example is you wanted them to do that with Punisher. Right, and, just and, drop it. And the fan was the fan base was proactively waiting for Punisher, mm-hmm. so they would have like done really well yeah. with that by doing that. But I think Cloverfield, a few people like in like in the know, yeah, knew that Cloverfield Four was being recorded or was being filmed, mm-hmm. and were like, "All right, where's Cloverfield Three? Oh, there it is." But there's a lot of people that didn't know that that was happening, right? So, yeah, yep. Okay, um, moving on. We have a lot of, like, Super Bowl trailers that we haven't had a chance to get to yet. Let's do it. Uh, Skyscraper. Uh, he's absolutely not making that jump. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of cool to give someone, uh, give disabled people a 
a cool movie to look for. I would like to see it in an original concept and not just we're going to do a Die Hard. Yeah, it's just a Die Hard. It's a, uh, I mean, it's just the Die Hard. Dwayne Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. I'll uh, probably, I probably won't see it. Um, if it shows up really on Netflix and I'm like, there's nothing else I want to see or if I want to watch something kind of mindless. We can do it. Yeah, sure. But I'm, I don't I'm, plan on. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be excited for it, yeah. but I'm not angry. It's coming out. Yeah uh castle rock did you see that one uh no i did not okay so that one's like it's a hulu original show that's basically oh yes it's mushing together all of stephen king's stories yeah. and ideas i don't i'm not gonna watch that it I sounds absolutely that. terrible yeah that's I like hate, i hate convoluted attempts at making a universe it's a shared dc it's a shared universe in like one tv show and yeah no it does it doesn't stupid. work it, things that things that belong in universes happen naturally mm-hmm. making something a universe cough cough this cough cough what was the other one that james not james bond they were thinking about doing a james oh, bond james cinematic bond. universe james bond uh, uh, dark, dark universe. universe dc even mm-hmm. because they're messed it up but yeah no fuck that stop doing that yeah stephen king tells great stories on his own like tell the stories yeah Don't... tell those if you want to drop little easter eggs cool sure yeah but if you want to make a if you want to make a show that's original that happens to be in the universe like the Stephen King universe, mm-hmm. just be like, oh shit, it's been like just, like someone's just like it's been twenty years. I'm kind of or twenty seven years. I'm kind of worried about those people out in where is it? <laughs> Derry, Derry, I think so. Yeah, you know what I would love actually is I would love a Black Mirror style uh, anthology series centered on Stephen King's short stories. That'd be kind of cool. Because those don't really get as much attention. Yeah. Kind of in popular culture, but they're really good. Yeah. A lot of them. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd I'd be down for that. All right. What's next? Solo. (laughs) Should I? Please do. Fuck that. Oh my God. (laughs) This movie should not be happening by any stretch of the imagination. It is a hero that we have known from the very beginning to be an asshole. The, the the whole point of Han Solo is his redemption through the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. You meet him, he's this dick that shot first. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of a he's just kind of mean, and he, he was just like, "I'm just doing it for the money. I don't care if there's a, I'm not gonna do it for the princess." And oh, there's money. Let's do it. Okay, mm-hmm. money. And then he got paid at the end of four, and he was gonna leave. Mm-hmm. But oh no, redemption. Mm-hmm. But like before that, he was just a jerk that kept cheating people and smuggling, doing illegal things. Mm-hmm. He wasn't to me. And you you disagree with me on this. To me, he was never charming at the very beginning. Okay. He yeah. was just a like a sly, like he's a slug. He's a jerk. Uh, there's a word for it that I'm losing right now. He's a scruffy looking nerf herder. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so like this, this is a movie that you're taking a person who is genuinely not a good protagonist. In that it's not a person that you are want, you will actively want to cheer for. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. And you're going to try to make it someone that you're going to cheer for. You okay. can't have a redemption story. of That's that's the biggest thing of Han Solo is his redemption. You can't right. redeem him only for him to start fresh again in episode four and have him to get re- redeemed. Right. That's what I'm worried about with this movie is that they are going to try to redeem him, have him have like a character arc. I think you could do a very cool Han Solo movie where it just it's like, oh, yeah, here's this roguish bad guy. And yeah, he's he's charming and kind of edgy, but no, he's he's not redeemable. Yeah. And I think there's going to be so many, so many points in the movie where it's very ham-fistedly trying to say this is Han Solo. Like, would uh, you say ham-fistedly? Like Han Solo? I ah. would. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, like the line where it's like, I thought we were going to die. It's fine. We're fine. It's like that. That's like almost verbatim the line in the in the uh, detention cells. It's very much cribbing that. Yeah. And it's there's just going to be so much of that. It's just going to be episode seven all over again where it's just member berries and like, hey, remember mm-hmm. who Han Solo is? Remember how he's kind of this funny uh he thinks or he like makes makes everyone think he has everything under control but he doesn't actually Mm -hmm. stuff like that it's just gonna be garbage it doesn't even look good the music the oh my god like (laughs) the very end where it does the theme it did not work at all it was the most cringeworthy most cringeworthy adaption uh, of that theme Mm -hmm. that i could not stomach like the moment it played, I literally stood up, jumping up and down, going, "This is gonna be terrible!" Yes, <laughs> like Sean was there, and she was just laughing at me because I was just so happy that this movie is going to suck. It's not a great trailer. It's it should not happen. It, the whole thing visually was just muddy. I had no it idea was what was kinda. going on. It was dark. There was just a bunch of shit happening. Mm-hmm. It's like they were just giving food to people who do trailer breakdowns it's like mm-hmm. just fucking pause everything and just try yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just a bad trailer it's gonna be a bad movie i don't want to see it but we're gonna see it yep you're gonna like it i'm gonna no i ref- no, i'm not gonna it. make you like it that's good because we haven't reviewed a movie yet that we've disliked correct like justice league was the justice one we league liked the least fine. and that yeah. was fine <laughs> yeah so no this is gonna be good it's gonna Great. be a <laughs> yeah, and it'll, it'll be interesting because I I know you're kind of you're you're not you're I'm mediocrely not, I'm you're giving it a chance. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. It has I am giving it zero chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want it to bomb. I want them to not. I want them to rethink their story movies. Like I want them. I want them to go home and rethink their life. <laughs> to quote Obi Wan, which is also what I'm talking about. Them. I want them to. I want Solo to bomb. I also don't like that it's called Solo. Yeah. Like, that sounds stupid. Um, we'll get it because it's like a standalone solo yeah. story. Han <laughs> Solo solo movie named the Solo sort of the Star Wars story. Han Solo would say. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was weird. Stupid solo Star Wars stories, sasses and snakes and shit. <laughs> uh, but I want them. I want this to bomb and, and, then, them, and, the, and then them go, okay, let's rethink this Kenobi story. Maybe we don't do a Kenobi solo story. Maybe we do a story that's centered around Obi Wan, but it's not him. Does okay. that make sense? Because Star Wars, Star Wars is a, it's an ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. It always has been. It's always been Han, Leia, and Obi Wan. Han, Leia, Luke, and Chewie, mm-hmm. and then it's been Obi Wan, Anakin, Padme, and then all the kind of the Jedi and all the it's, little CGI monsters. Yeah, it's always been multiple people. Mm-hmm. And I know they're gonna try to do this with with Han Solo and. Uh, Lando Calrissian and your Hamish mm-hmm. and uh, Khaleesi, <laughs> Khaleesi, yeah, like it. Ugh. Yep. Well, I will say I'm still excited for Obi Wan, but that might be because I haven't heard anything about it yet. <laughs> that might be it. That, that's why I'm excited because yep. I haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Jurassic okay. World Two. Uh, CGI is a little iffy. I'm worried that they're just gonna rehash what they're doing, what they did in the original thing. Yeah. Because um, it's the second movie. And it's always like a oh, there's a reason to go to the island where all the dinosaurs are, and then we gotta run away. Okay. But this one from what they've released is going to be different. 
they're going to go to the island at first because they have to rescue all the dinosaurs because volcanoes and that'll be big blockbustery and summary movie but then i think they're going to kind of scale it down the director has described the second part especially as like then haunted gonna, house so they have like the so they're going to scale it down they're going to discover little dinosaurs yes little dinosaurs <laughs> and they're all like and it, oh my god that'd be hilarious if like for some reason, for some weird reason, like maybe there's a huge scandal that like everyone, regardless of political opinion, wants to boycott it and just bombs. And like the third movie is just some like the director with like little <laughs> toy dinosaurs just like <laughs> doing like a little Deadpool thing. Like you're like bumping them together. Yeah. And just like, rah, rah, rah. yeah, he's doing the Deadpool. <laughs> Bring that up in a second. Nice. Look at that great segue. Except I want to talk more about the Jurassic World trailer very briefly. Pause segue. Pause segue. <laughs> All right. I I like this trailer because I think it's emphasizing the horror aspect again. Because mm-hmm. um, the director they got has done some apparently good horror work in the past. If they do another Shadow of a Raptor, didn't wasn't that like the opening shot of the trailer? <laughs> was the shadow of the raptor yeah they do that every movie every movie has had a shadow of a raptor and someone cowering behind something going "Ah!" and then it goes "Ah, ah!" i mean it's a convincing shot quack (laughs) i love that video have you seen that video no i've not seen that video like studies have shown that like dinosaurs like t-rex is most likely more like quacked i have seen that video and it's just like the it's the big like uh the uh establishing shot of like mm-hmm. kind of the island and the dinos and the t-rex and it just goes glorious. <laughs> 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 okay anyway anything uh, else for that? nope i'll see it yep <laughs> all right uh speaking of deadpool uh, play segue untitled deadpool sequel which i love that it's a it's starting to look like that's the actual name. No, now. it is the actual name. Yeah. They've announced that that is the official name is called okay. Untitled Deadpool sequel. It's fucking amazing. I love that. I love them so much. <laughs> um, I love the little jokes that they had about uh, uh, Josh Brolin being Thanos. Yeah. These like, are the I, stones. stones. I got stones for you. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's got more of the Deadpool charm and tone, but then we actually got like more footage from the movie hopefully less tj miller yeah. i was not sold on his character yeah i don't know i was ambivalent he was fine yeah we'll see but it we'll see it I'll, I'll probably be excited about it i really like the first one possibly more x-men because they have the budget now maybe because they literally made a joke about that like, yeah wow only two of you there's a whole house like they they well, well there's like people running around in suits that say uh dmc which i think people have speculated as the department of mutant control oh that's right yeah so the, yeah they might well Possibly. introduce a little more yeah. x-many stuff okay which would be good um speaking of x-men nope i don't have anything i can segue into from that <laughs> uh let's see ant-man and the wasp oh that looks really cool yeah i love the theme from it uh mm-hmm. so that'll be exciting and i love uh the wasp being like super advanced in her training yeah and then ant-man still like kind of being bad yeah not bad he's just like he's a little clumsy yeah he's clumsy <laughs> and then she's just like in mid-air running on knives that are flying that is so cool. a really cool shot yeah I'm... but i also still am worried about wait what i was just gonna say i'm really excited to watch that okay again yeah. i keep I'm gonna interrupting go home and just you. watch it on loop um 
I think I interrupted you that time. Okay. <laughs> then you're like, we're like, wait, I've got to let him have his interruption. <laughs> um, I'm I'm still worried that they're gonna overdo the cute little. This thing is usually small, but now it's big, like the Pez dispenser, right? Um, and you know the the ant and the mm-hmm. um the Thomas the train. Oh, I'm sure there will be a little of that because that's just kind of the conceit of a funny ant-man movie yeah. is look small things are big big things are small yeah i guess I, i'm i'm more kind of like interested in the i love the uh utilizing it for actual like functionality sake mm-hmm. like shrinking the building and then using the ducts mm-hmm. on the seat like the roof ducts that which that actually doesn't happen there's no roof that would anyway um well i mean it's a specially designed building that's, that's true shrink yeah and then he like does that and then also like the tank from the first one mm-hmm. like those things where he like shrinks it so that he has things like that on hand right like i just have a building <laughs> yeah. so i like um, that yeah uh Next. speaking of superhero movies uh Incredibles. Venom. oh we can do incredibles if you want we can do venom if you want two rock paper scissors okay i'll do incredibles okay. one two three Yes, Incredibles. Incredibles. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that was the best thing for audio right there. Oh, yes. You don't seem excited. I seem excited. Also found out Elastigirl is the DC character, and and Pixar actually had to ask DC's permission to use the name. Found that out. It's funny. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm excited just because I think it'll be interesting. It's not just a through-and-through superhero movie. Yeah. I like the kind of aspect. I love the people doing the other side of the superhero world so like family life or like powerless i think could have done well if could it have. didn't last two movies right or two episodes um but like yeah i i like the uh the developing powers mm-hmm. of jack jack and like the the chaos hopefully they don't I, i'm i'm hoping that they give jack jack as many powers as they possibly can just so that the joke doesn't get stale mm-hmm. because if, if it's the same thing, if it's the teleportation thing over and over and over again, mm-hmm. then that's going to get old really quickly. Yeah. But if he's got like the, the goblin, the fire, the laser, the, if he turns out to be stretchy too, and he like tries to pick him up and like the upper body comes with him <laughs> and the lower body stays on the ground. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Stuff like that. Like those, those to the developing powers, Bob's trying to deal with the chaos of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll be funny. Yeah, I'm just I'm not sold by what looks like uh how like the original movie kind of trimmed down and then smashed on top of Mr. Incredible doing a Mr. Mom. Yeah. with a superpowered baby. I'm just nothing about that sounds particularly exciting to me. I mean, the I think the next trailer we're going to get will be focused more on Elastigirl's adventures. Yeah. Um because I think that'll be the exciting part, the action-packed part. Yeah, but still, like, just speaking broad strokes, that does sound a lot like kind of what they're doing with the first movie. Yeah. It's like, okay, one of the heroes goes off and they do their solo adventure and details of the plot don't matter that much. I mean, that they're great in the first one and I'm sure they'll be good in this one. But... I'm excited for the themes, though, like the family themes and the, the strong female. She doesn't yeah. need her M to do it, but he's mm-hmm. like, I have to succeed so that she can succeed. Mm-hmm. Although that kind of, like, begs the question, it's like, does she can she succeed without him because it's like i don't know but yeah no i i like that like he's doing what he can so that she can do what she would like to do mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah yeah okay. i mean it'll probably be good pixar usually does good yeah all right let's 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 do venom then all right uh i really hope they don't show venom until the very last frame of the last trailer <laughs> you know how mad all the fanboys would be they're already up in arms about this one <laughs> well they can shove it 
This looks really good. I yeah, everyone hates this trailer, but I loved it. I like it. I like that it's it's not a super. I like I like the chaos. I don't know the character very much, mm-hmm. but I not like really the chaos. Either. Yeah, um, it seems Dark Knighty, a little bit, because it's like kind of in the city. City, uh, yeah. cityscape developing shot or just like the color palette yeah sort of the way it's shot a little bit yeah and kind of the the it's just the chaos because that's the mm-hmm. that's the tone for dark knight is right. chaos um so I, I like it a lot i'm excited i'm excited for the dark humor because mm-hmm. you don't get that often in superhero movies yeah because really. i've heard that that's what venom is is like dark humor i think he can be like dead th- baby jokes dark humor i think he can be straight up intense but I'm not sure. I mean, I think this one looks like it's leaning a little more towards the straight up intense. Yeah. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows? We, we sure don't. We didn't get anything out of this teaser, but we, no, we still didn't. loved it. So well, we knew it was Venom. Yep. Because it said so with the title card. I'm excited for the teeth. I'm I'm excited for the animation because like if they're doing specifically a Venom movie, mm-hmm. that means they're going to dedicate to the animation of Venom. Yeah. Those effects had better be beautiful. Yeah. Better be better be mm-hmm. or we're gonna go shit on their desks exactly you need so much chili and taco bell and oh yeah I'll, shit I'll join you for that one all over their desks yep. all right uh... like spread it too <laughs> like it's not I'm something not they're it's it. not something they're gonna have to like they're gonna have to like shovel up it's something they're gonna have to like get a new desk okay like it was mahogany now it's brown <laughs> i mean isn't mahogany just a kind of brown? red reddish I don't know. I'm not that fancy. That's a little brown version of mahogany. Okay, if you say so. That's a desk. In the All right. This way. has been Preston's Interior Decorating Corner. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right. I got one more trailer, which was Mission Impossible Six. Uh, looks fine. I think it looks great. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I caught glimpses okay. of it. Okay, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Well, because you haven't seen any of the other Mission Impossibles. I saw the first two. Oh, that's true. Nineties. Yeah. That was great. Well. Yep. The uh, first, the first one's okay. The second, second one's, one's bad. not. But <laughs> after that, they get progressively I better. Got better. Yeah. I, I like the theory that they're... Uh, grooming. Grooming, yes. That's the word? I yes. never remember the word. They're grooming uh, Henry Cavill. <laughs> they're to, grooming his fabulous mustache. His fabulous mustache. 24-7. They have to have a, a staff Oh, also groomer. Deadpool joking about the... That was the good. That, that was funny. good, yes. But yeah, no, I like that they're going to... Maybe they'll, like, replace... Uh, like... Uh, we we listen to a podcast and guys theory mm-hmm. is that like he goes rogue uh ethan hunt goes rogue every single movie slightly pretty much yeah and like this one he goes so rogue he's actually the bad guy mm-hmm. and that uh um henry cavill is actually like the actual good guy the mm-hmm. replacement and he's got to take out ethan hunt and then he's the new he comes into the IMF. he's the new ethan hunt yeah yeah i i mean i think that'd be really cool i'm not sure they're, not they're willing to take that kind of risk they're not gonna risk it probably not the it's it's too much danger it's too dangerous because it's mission impossible is known for tom cruise yeah but also he's getting older and he injured himself pretty badly a couple yeah, times he during this shattered one. his ankle which by the way that shot was in the trailer was it really yeah the shot of him actually breaking his ankle no he still got up and ran like he didn't stop filming that guy's a truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah so i don't know I mean, I love the theory, but even without it, it looks like it's going to be good. I'm just a little worried that they're going to kind of go Spectre with it and try to uh, tie all the other movies back into it unnecessarily. Yeah. Because it looks like they're going for kind of a more serious tone. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one especially was a little more funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm very optimistic because it was a good looking trailer, but the I'm 
still a little worried about what could happen with it. Yeah. So we'll see more as, as it gets closer yeah. to. All these were like, almost all these were the first trailer. Yeah. So we'll see more as we go. Yep. All right. I think that's all I got for trailers. Cool. Shoust we? We'd better shoust because it's getting late. It is. We got an hour and 15 minutes yeah. on this one? Yeah, man. Thanks for well, listening yeah, to us. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> if you did. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't, up yours, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know now. They don't know you said that. Yeah. Yeah, you can shove it. Yeah. People who didn't listen. Yeah. Go boil your heads. Boil your heads and. That's something they say in Harry Potter. Is it? I think so. No. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, uh, real quick though, uh, to specifically leave a comment, uh, if you want us to, uh, any specific kind of like series or, uh like movie set or any kind of like universe you want us to talk about uh let us definitely mm-hmm. know because that we can put that next on our list we don't really have a specific list yeah no and if you have any like broad questions or stuff that you want us to talk about that would take an episode to do please tell us yeah i've already got one listener suggestion shout out to mark for suggesting we talk more about the the impending rise of hard high concept sci-fi stuff oh yeah and also i've got a viewer what was it what'd you say listener Re- listener recommendation from yeah, Sean suggestion for uh doing uh she wants us to kind of specifically do uh uh supernatural but i think we can kind of move it more into like uh how can fan bases affect mm-hmm. other people's opinions of the of the series mm-hmm. so and we haven't seen supernatural and i'm not about to dedicate i'm not that, that interested in watching however many so, seasons there are so we can 11. we can talk definitely about supernatural but like things like the star wars star trek fans yeah like star that. wars especially has been relevant recently so yeah we'll get so, to that soon i imagine yeah i mean next few episodes we've got a sure we've got a kind of clean slate from here we've got really nothing uh yeah no black panther oh no once we after we start our our, our we start weekly like once we hit our 26th year or 26th episode mm-hmm. we've got like kind of a big blank yep. before things come so, out so. so we'll need your suggestions yeah suggest the things yeah and we will do them mm-hmm. but we'll anyway which head it heavy shout out your name will be on youtube yes it will and soundcloud and itunes and also other podcast apps you stole my whole thing right there youtube soundcloud iclowns do iCloud. <laughs> I'm gonna start. You can you can do your thing. I'm gonna start heading over to stop the recording. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe, leave a comment, doing the things that we told you to do before. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Do the iTunes thing. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, where you can do the same things and leave comments and suggestions and whatnot. And so, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.